Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Kansas City Royals have quietly developed a core. They've quietly developed a core that they can build around not just for 2019, but for 2020 and beyond. Dayton Moore was asked about that yesterday on Fesco in the morning. Here's what he, here's what he had to say. I was asked this question the other day uh, by uh, one of our scouts uh, about what, what do you think we need to do for 2020 and my immediate response was bring back this exact same team let them continue to, to get better together they're believing in each other i mean what hunter dozier's doing is really exciting uh ryan o'hearn although it's he's been a little inconsistent I and mean, this guy works every day uh he hits the ball really hard he had a, a really impactful uh, road trip for us uh, starting to break out a little bit but you got to give it time and, and let these guys continue to, to grow together. Jorge Soler, although his his uh, pitch recognition wasn't what we wanted it to be early on, uh, certainly it was. I thought it was really good last year, very encouraging. He, he didn't pick up where he left off last year, starting off. But the last ten days to two weeks, he's done a much better job, and he's on pace to. To, to drive in a lot of runs. And so uh, there's a lot of very encouraging things uh, about our team right now. And like I said, I'm just looking forward to continue to watch them develop and grow. So that was Dayton Moore yesterday on Fesco in the morning when he was asked about the core for 2020 and beyond. I think there's a name that it's time that we all add to the list. I think Hunter Dozier. Hunter Dozier is now no longer just a cute story. He's no longer what Whit Merrifield when he first came up. He's now Whit Merrifield. Like we, I think it's time that we we adjust the way that we have talked about Hunter Dozier. He was a cool story early in the season. Everybody was excited. It was cool. It was interesting. It was crazy. It was, man, can you believe what this guy's doing? This is, It's going to be fun while it lasts, but there's no way that this lasts. No, Hunter Dozier is going to be real. This is real. Hunter Dozier is not going to be an MVP candidate for the entire season, which is what he is right now. But Hunter Dozier right now is a piece that the Royals should be planning to build around. It's time to write his name along with guys like Whit Merrifield and Adalberto Mondesi and Salvador Perez and Brad Keller. These are guys now, I think you have five core pieces moving forward that you can write and pin for 2020 and beyond. Whit Merrifield, Adalberto Mondesi, Salvador Perez, Brad Keller, I don't know if Brad Keller is going to be the number one that I was hopeful of. He's taken a step back this year compared to where he was last year. But I think Brad Keller is a part of the rotation when this team's good again. And Hunter Dozier is the fifth name that we can add to that list. And if you're a Royals fan in 2019, you came into the year knowing and fully acknowledging that this year is not going to be about the wins and losses. And right now, we are just about a quarter of the way into the year. Today will be the 40th game of the season. They're going to be either 14 and 26 or 15 and 25. It's not a good record. We all understand that. We all comprehend that. You don't have to be a mathematician to know that that's not good. But the Royal season was all about this. 
It was about finding a guy that was going to be a part of the future that you weren't expecting to be a part of the future when you came into the season. With Merrifield and Adalberto Mondesi, we all thought that they were going to be parts of the future, and right now, they're both on pace for 20 doubles, 20 triples, 20 home runs, and 20 steals. That combination, it's been done four times in the history of baseball. The Royals have two guys on pace to do it this year. Four guys in all of baseball have ever done that, the Royals have two players on pace to do it this year. So, yeah, I think it's fair to say Whit Merrifield and Adalberto Mondesi, they're part of your future. We knew that coming into the year. They've just confirmed everything we thought coming into the season at this point in the year. But Hunter Dozier is adding his name to the list. Hunter Dozier is hitting the hell out of the ball. He's hitting the ball in the air. He's hitting it far. He's hitting homers. He's hitting doubles. He's hitting triples. He's getting on base at a really high clip. He is not swinging at bad pitches, which was the biggest issue for Hunter Dozier coming into this year. He's not striking out so far this year. He has 30 strikeouts in 35 games. If I could give you one stat, one stat that would encompass what Hunter Dozier has become this year, that would be it. He's on pace to strike out a total of 125 games in 2019. Do you know how hard that is in baseball today? I mean, I, I'm going to look this up. I don't know the answer to this question. I wonder what Jorge Soler is on pace for. I bet you it's 220. He's on pace for 220 strikeouts this year. 220 strikeouts. Hunter Dozier's on pace for 100 fewer strikeouts this year than Jorge Soler. That's the difference in what's changed for Hunter Dozier this year. He is now a guy that's waiting for his pitch. He's finding his pitch. And then he's going and attacking it, and he's finding a way to get on base, and he's finding a way to make sure that he hits for power along with contact. He's been fantastic. And so when you have that guy in your lineup, you build around him. But there is one thing that I was listening to yesterday that did frustrate me a little bit. Because when Dayton Moore was on with Fesco in the morning, he explained why Nicky Lopez is still down in AAA. And if you don't know who Nicky Lopez is, He's a second baseman for the Royals with the Omaha Storm Chasers right now who's hitting 350 in AAA and is playing really good defense. He can play shortstop, third base, second base. He can play all around the diamond. He's a really good player. He's a top prospect for him. And he's just kind of chilling down there. And I was curious, okay, Dayton, I'm curious what your ex- explanation is. Why is Nicky Lopez still down in AAA? Here's what he told Fesco in the morning. When you bring a guy like him, as we shift gears to Nicky Lopez, you want him to come up here and play every day. And with knowing that we're going to go with Mondi at short, with Merrifield primarily at second base, some outfields, but primarily at second base, um, you need a player like Nicky Lopez to really force your hand, you know, going forward. Because when he comes up, you want him to play every day. All right. So the place where I agree, we'll start there and then we'll go to the place that I disagree. The place where I agree is that when Nicky Lopez comes up, he needs to play every day. That seems obvious to me. He's one of your top prospects. He's a guy that's been down in AAA. He's been hitting really well down there. He plays good defense. Nicky Lopez, when he comes up, needs to be playing every day. Totally agree with Dayton Moore on that. Where I get frustrated, and I said that I wouldn't allow the Royals to do this to me this year, but they've done it. They found a way. They found a way to make me upset. Where I get frustrated is I just don't follow this logic because I don't think it is consistent. And that's what bothers me. A lack of consistency is what bothers me. here. The Royals wanted Chris Owings to be their backup shortstop earlier in the year. That's fine. Okay, cool. 
They started him at second base in nine of the first 12 games of the season. So when they started him at second, Whit Merrifield moved to right field. So for nine of the first 12 games of the year, it was okay to play Chris Owings at second base and Whit Merrifield in right field. And now that we're 40 games into the year, roughly 39 today, 40 starting tomorrow, it is no longer okay for Whit Merrifield to play right field for Nicky Lopez. It was okay for Chris Owings to do it, but it's not okay for one of your top prospects who's hitting 375 down in AAA or 350 down in AAA rather to play second base. That's what I'm not following. And so I think there are two potential options here. Option number one is that they truly believe this and they believe that Whit Merrifield is their second base for the long term. And they believe that Hunter Dozier is their third baseman for the long term. And they believe that at shortstop, Adalberto Mondesi is the answer in the long term. And they think those three spots are, they're full. They're filled. They have them internally filled for the next few years. Okay, that's fine. I would tend to disagree. I think Whit Merrifield could absolutely move to right field and it would be no issue for anybody involved, especially because you have no right fielder for the future. And you do seemingly have a second baseman that could come up and play that position well in Nicky Lopez. But that's just a disagreement. So that's fine. I could listen to that. If that's the case, though, if that is the Royals' understanding, if that is their thought process, that's not going to change. Like, when it comes to July, this isn't about when the Royals will call up Nicky Lopez. That is a situation of if the Royals are going to call up Nicky Lopez. And that becomes a completely different conversation of maybe we should start talking about Nicky as a guy that the Royals are going to trade and not bring up. But that's why I don't believe it. And that becomes option number two. The Royals are just saying this. Because they got to have an explanation as to why they haven't called up Nicky Lopez. And so the easiest explanation right now is that the Royals want to keep Whit Merrifield at second base. They don't want to move into right field. Maybe even Whit Merrifield doesn't want to move to right field. And he told the Royals, I would like to stay at second base this year. We're not any good. I think I'm best at second base. I'd like to win a gold glove there potentially. I'd like to spend this year at second even though I understand moving forward that we're going to be playing in right field more often, I want to spend this year at second base. That's fine. The Royals got a a cape for him. I get it. That's perfectly fine. And in that case, that would make sense as to why they're doing this the way that they are. It frustrates me. I don't totally agree with that assessment. I don't totally agree with that way of going about it. I think you can move with Merrifield to right field and say, listen, man, we signed you long-term. We gave you the money up front. We believe that you're part of our future, but we believe part of that future is in right field. We need you to do this for us, even if it is not your favorite place to play. I think that's the best way to handle this. And then you get Nicky Lopez at second base, and you're looking at your future infield right now. That's the way that I think they should handle it, but that's just a simple misun- or that's a simple disagreement. I think those are the only two options, though. I think either A, the Royals truly believe this, and they think Whit Merrifield's their second baseman, and that means we should change the way that we're talking about Nicky Lopez. Or B, the Royals don't actually believe this. And moving forward, Nicky Lopez is going to be up. It's just a matter of when, not if. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.